This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. You want to get your guys in the college football playoff? I, there are people oh, saying you're one yeah, of the four I, best. <laughs> yeah, look at those guys out running around on that field. I don't know that we're quite ready for that yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It <laughs> kind of looks like maybe you are. 49-21, you win another state championship. Ten straight times in a row you have been in the finals. Nine state championships, and it was a pretty dominating performance. I know up at 21-7 when the, the pick six happened, maybe that's when things got the tightest, I guess, if you will. But just take me to that game. Were you uh, pretty pleased? It sure seems like you ought to be. I really was. Our guys prepared and practiced well all week and then came out right from the get-go and, and played really tough, really good football. And uh, and as you mentioned, um, we went up 21 nothing, and then um, they they had a pick six off of a uh, tip ball. And uh, so, yeah, it, it got tight, but just for, just for a play because the ensuing kickoff, uh, Cordell Goldsby took to the house and had some great blocking and and just an excellent play. So we're really excited about uh, about that, the way the team responded, and then the way our guys got after it the entire game. And got after it is about right. Now, this is a jinx team that, as we'd said before, had traditionally played you guys pretty tight. And, you know, really considering this is not bad when it comes to tight. Coming into this game, how different were they than the first time you've seen them and how they morphed through the season? What were they doing better at that point, you think? Well, we just saw them a couple of weeks ago, week 10. And so um, each team, you know, had basically an entire regular season under their belt. And so there wasn't a ton of um, ton of change. I think each team had gotten better. And uh, Jinx obviously had continued to develop a little bit more of an identity after, after the Union game, after their Santa Fe game, as you would expect during the playoffs, uh, running the ball better, running the ball, getting the ball to, you know, their talented uh, running back. But, uh, but really both teams, you know, similar schemes uh, were having success. And so when that's the case, there are going to be some tweaks and, and, uh, and things like that. But each team is going to do what they do. We're talking Laura Montgomery, head football coach at Bixby after another state championship win, 49-21 over Jinx. All right, so you look at what Jet Turner did, 241 yards rushing. That's pretty significant, but my goodness. Cordell Goldsby, five touchdowns. You mentioned the kickoff return. Was that about as good a game as he's had all year? Yeah, you know, both of those guys, you know, we expect in, in big games, your big biggest uh, best players to really show up and, and make big plays and both of those guys did when you get into the playoffs it, it's often about stopping the run and running the football and and we were able to do that with jet and then you know cordell um scored a variety of ways and then you know one of the interesting things about cordell is that he plays both sides of the ball and mm-hmm. so Really, um, you know, in, in all of our big games this year, you know, he would get 120 to 130 snaps in a ball game, which is um, a serious workload. But um, just a ultimate competitor, and uh, it showed up on Friday night. 512 yards total offense. That's going to do it for a lot of teams. On the other side, you know, Caden Jones had a good night. He had 131 yards. Offensively, what did Jinx bring into this game that you looked at and said, you know what, we really have to slow that? Well, the Wildcat run with him, it's its how they won the game against uh, Union the week before. And um, anytime someone's willing to um, empty the backfield out or run the quarterback, it's like playing with an extra guy. And so 
um, you know, on that end of things, it's very, very challenging. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the way our, our defensive staff prepared and, and the way our players, um, you know, bought into that game plan. Or again, we're talking to Lauren Montgomery a couple more minutes here with the head um, coach at Bixby, who've won with themselves yet another state championship. It's 740 here on the Blitz 1170. Rick Corey with Bryce. Coach, in terms of some of the younger guys on your roster that have been able to play this year and will be coming back next year, who has really stuck out that you think uh, progressed even more than your expectations uh, and you'll be really looking forward to seeing come back next season? Well, I don't know that I'd be uh, surprised about these guys, but a couple guys that did really good things, uh, Cooper Parker um, just seemed to get better and better each week. He started a few games last year for us as a sophomore um, you know, was was excellent at linebacker. And then we also used him in our short yardage package um, at quarterback. You know, he's a he's a quarterback, and, and he can run the ball well. He throws the ball well, and uh, just a super smart football player. And then, then, of course, Carson Kirby at quarterback, just a sophomore. And uh, you're always nervous about starting a, a sophomore, especially at quarterback. And he excelled, and another another sophomore um, was up with us as a freshman in, in some limited roles last year, but uh, Cord Nolan, just uh, electric all year on both sides of the ball, coming up with big plays, big receptions, and, and doing some really good things. And so had some had some really good young guys stepping up, doing good things, and, and uh, we'll have to have great effort um, in this offseason and headed into next year because we graduate a lot of really good football players like you do anytime um, you have a really good football team and a championship football team. Yeah, I was going to ask that. So, you know, we talked to a lot of coaches about end of the year, so you do have a plan. There's things that are happening, and you got gear check-in, blah, 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 but you got to get right into offseason. So kind of give me a, a schedule, if you will. What are you guys going to be doing in the next few days and the next few weeks? Well, probably like most teams, uh, we'll be checking in uh, uh, equipment. We'll be going through our, our goal setting. Um, our seniors we do an exit survey with, trying to get uh, real feedback, honest feedback about our football program. And those seniors, um, you know, you can't uh, – you don't have anything to hold over their head. You can't make them run or anything like that anymore. So you really expect to get uh, candid responses out of those guys, and, and we always do look for things to make the program better. But – um, you know, one of the one of the big things we have going on right now is we're getting ready. Um, there's construction fencing around our facility, um, and we've got to get everything out of our uh, building right now because uh, we're expanding. We're building new locker rooms and coaches' offices in our north end zone, and and I think uh, we'll end up with the very best locker rooms in the state of Oklahoma, if not the United States, um, uh, one of the things that, w- that we're building. And so timeline's going to be really tight. Uh, they're giving us this week to get everything out, and then they're going to start knocking down walls and turning turning over dirt. They're already moving some of the utilities and things like that. They have been the last couple weeks. And so we're excited about that process, and we'll be cutting it really close at the beginning of football season next year. But um, just a much-needed expansion of our facilities with the growth we've had over the last 14 years. Yeah, that's that's pretty exciting, getting the, the new building stuff going on. I have to ask, this just came to mind when you were going through some of the superlatives and some of the guys. How in the world do you guys hand out end-of-the-year awards? you got so many guys. Who, I mean, you must be creating different awards for different things because so many guys are deserving of something. Well, so uh, our our coaching staff will will sit down. We have our banquet tomorrow night, and uh, it's a pretty quick turnaround. But we give away about three uh, big awards. You know, we'll give away one 
um, to our best student athlete on the field and in the classroom. We'll give uh, give one away to our to what we consider our very best football player, and then we'll give our core value award to the to the guy that that best represents our four core values and adheres to those and and leads the team. And so those are the big ones, and it, it's hard to narrow down, especially on a year like this where we have so many talented players and talented guys um, that are doing all the right things. So when does the actual, all right, postseason, here we go, next year's is here, workouts begin? Uh, here in about six minutes, uh, <laughs> 7.50. Yeah, here, here at about 7.50, we'll start our uh, zero-hour lifting group, which is predominantly young guys, but we got a couple older guys in there too. And, and then, uh, you know, we'll have strength and conditioning classes throughout the day. And so um, today we'll mark – um, kind of a switch in programming where we move on to instead of in-season programming, off-season programming, which takes on a little bit different uh, um, look for us. So, yeah, now we'll we'll start today. There's no reason to sit around and twiddle our thumbs. <laughs> no, 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 no wasted time. I get it. Besides, you guys got to move a locker room and stuff out. So I get all that. There, there are things to do. I, I, last thing just for you personally, I mean, you've got a number of these, but they all mean something. Every team's a little different. What will stick with you about this football team, uh, particularly uh, as you move forward? And when do you think you'll actually get a chance to sit down, kind of exhale, and say, "Hey, we did it again." So, thirteen and zero, and I, I was telling a couple of our coaches on the way home, we're not going to talk about it a whole lot, um, just because it's that's not what we do. We kind of focus on the process, not the outcome. But um, it, it's really hard. To win, and uh, especially when you're dealing with 16, 17, 18 year old guys, and so for a group to go 13 and 0 and, and win every football game, and and really each football game by decisive margin, um, is, is something you can really appreciate. I, I think uh, we had so many guys that led, led well. Uh, the senior class that bought into the way we do things, the way we practice, our core values. Um, that's really what what stands out to me the most. And then, from a coaching perspective, your second question, as far as when is there time to kind of sit back and enjoy it, um, these next couple weeks before we leave for Christmas break are are really busy. You know, we're getting together our our all state nominations. We're getting together, you know, finishing up the banquet, checking in equipment, all those things. But um, we hope to have everything buttoned up by the time we leave for Christmas break here in a couple weeks, and then. Um, we'll get to sit back and enjoy that. And and for me personally, um, I've got the opportunity to um, coach in the Under Armour All-America game again this year in Orlando. So we'll get to go down there for a week. And it's football, but it but it's it's pretty laid back football, if that makes sense. Uh, not not the stress that's associated with a regular season. So that's going to be fun to spend some time with family and and spend some time around good coaches and good players and and uh, just just enjoy the time a little bit. Notice something Coach said right there that was very Nick Saban-like. It's not about the outcome. It's about the process. The process gets you to the outcome. Well, uh, uh, congratulations isn't a big enough word for what you guys have done out there. I'm so appreciative of you taking your time with us every week. Thank you for doing it again next year and or this year, and good Lord willing, we'll do it again next year. Thank you, Lauren. Well, we sure do appreciate you guys uh, featuring our program each and every week, and it's always an honor to be on here with you guys. Well, that's well said. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.